You know the best time of the year is NFL draft because Dr. Spack loves to draft. Um, he's been trying to get me to do a mock draft prior, for like four episodes now, and we're finally at one. <laughs> so this segment, I'm going to leave to him. Mock draft 2.0. There we go. Yo, um, I'm I'm gonna say going into I love mock draft. I love I love draft season. The the NFL season never stops. It just don't, it right? It just like it just does not stop. Like the, the Super Bowl is over and now it's time yeah. for, for the combine. Right. Now it's time for the combine. We just left the finger bowl. Finger bowl was lit, right? We got a chance to see so many great prospects at the finger bowl. And I gave um basically in you know, my video coming back from the Senior Bowl, I gave a, you know, um, a, just a who helped their stock and who hurt their stock, right? And I yep. talked about, you know, guys like um, Darius Robinson, who actually went there and, and really, you know, went off. And I thought he had a great, phenomenal week. I'm just talking about crazy week. Um, I met, I saw Spencer Rattler, right? Yep. And, um, and to be honest with you, I didn't think he was that big. Dude is big. Like, like his arms are real, real. I mean, pause, but like his arms are real thick. Like, he, <laughs> I didn't Spencer think he was. Holla at me. <laughs> pause, but <laughs> you, you just didn't think. Like, okay, for instance, <laughs> you see some people um on TV, and you're like, okay, may, I don't. I, you just don't expect their real. No, size I do. I always like expect that. that. Like, no, I expect them to be bigger. Not. Not quarterbacks. Bigger, like I just because I'm not I'm not a tall person. I'm only five five, so yeah. everybody's bigger than me. Everybody's bigger than me. Oh, Even sure. the shortest person on the team is bigger than me. <laughs> so I think everybody's bigger than me. So but I I didn't expect him to um be that thick. I just didn't. I didn't expect arms to be that that big. Um, but bro is an impressive athlete, impressive looking athlete, right? Um, you got to go look to see what. I mean, I got pictures on the website. You go to the website. You can see... <laughs> I mean, just one picture, like, like you making it sound weird, but <laughs> no, 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 yeah. you are because you keep going on about it. No, just, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So we, yeah. we got, we got, um, um Travandre, Travandre Sweat, um, another big dude, like, he's a huge guy. Uh, he did not play in the game, but throughout the course of the week, he well, he actually played a little bit in the game, um, but he kind of wrapped it up after um, halftime. He just wanted to show. A little bit more, but he had a really great week. Just so many prospects who went down there. Quinion Mitchell, I'm another guy from Toledo. He actually went down there, wanted to show everybody, hey, look, I know I come from a smaller school, but I'm going to show y'all I can hang with the big boys. He did it. He raised his draft stock. Guys like Joe Milton tanked their draft stock. Tez Walker dropped their, um, you know, their draft stock. Kalen King dropped their draft stock just because they went in and got I'm not going to say dominated, but I'm going to say it wasn't a good week. And I love going to the Senior Bowl. I love being a part of this because it's this whole thing of stock up, stock down, right? Mm -hmm. And all these guys, all these young men have a chance um, to make up for it, right? Like they have a chance to go to the Combine and the Press Scouts again, do Pro Days and, and Press Scouts and really change the narrative. And so it's a very fluid time of the year. So when you get yeah. a chance to get into your mock draft, this first one, um, Okay, this is the first extensive one. The, the my draft 1.0 was only the top 10. Uh, today I'm gonna cover top 10, but just know I on uh, my draft for every single team and gave you a blurb on every single team. Listen, I'm gonna just highlight. take this very seriously, okay? 
I mean, it's a long process. You feel me? Like it, it takes a lot. This, because no, for you, real. Like really, check yeah. this out. This article right here that we about to go through. I think we only going to the, the top ten. I'm probably going to get some comments 10. about it. Yeah. And like, no, like really go to the website, y'all, for real, because a lot of work has been put into it. And it's it's a very it's a very serious matter. But as you know, mock draft does change. And um it does. Just, in, in the- if you're keeping up with us, you you will keep up with the 500 mock drafts that are probably gonna be done. <laughs> yeah, so, so this is 2.0. Um, you know, 3.0 will drop at some point. I'm gonna try to get Devs to do her 1.0. I I'm I'm gonna keep asking. Until she dropped that one point. After Legacy Bowl. After Legacy Bowl, I promise. After Legacy hey. Bowl. Okay. So here we go, y'all. Here we go. Now let's hop. Chicago Bears. I believe that they could continue with Justin Fields. Um, trade this pick and really do some damage because they can get a haul for this pick because everybody wants Kayla Williams. But if you look at the Chicago Bears in the history, I think you go back. I mean, they drafted Miss Trubisky when they could have had who? <sighs> Next, you're not gonna bring that name up. Next, right. so as we go through that, <laughs> you get another chance you get another shot at pitching at picking a generational talent. Passing him up is too tempting. They're not doing that, so I feel like they're going with Caleb Williams here at number one. Um, and I think they they can keep Justin Fields on the team and basically you know see what that's they can keep him. And I gave they some can, but I gave that, some examples no. here. I mean. Um, they're going to ruin another quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I got to say about the Chicago pick. I'm not saying it's not a good pick. I'm just saying they didn't ruin three three quarterbacks already so far. Justin needs to run for the hills. He needs to get up out of there. If he wants to be a good quarterback, <laughs> if he ever wants to have a, a decent career, unless he's going to end up like Trubumsky, um, he's going to need to get up out of there. So that's, I hear I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying that it's incorrect. What I'm saying is Chicago is – I feel like Chicago is where you go to end your career if you – don't want to play no more. Just <laughs> Yo, saying. Mitch Trubisky <laughs> left from there, and Mitch Mitch went to the Buffalo Bills. Same story. He's with you now. Same. He got story. cut. He's not with us no more. He's but cut. He... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it. It wasn't the Chicago Bears' fault. That's all I'm gonna say. It was the Chicago Bears' fault. The Chicago Bears does not develop their quarterbacks, and they have not developed their quarterbacks in years. They have bad management, bad player management. It's just not good. The same thing they did to to, to Trubumsky, they did to Justin Fields. They they ruin their they ruin and waste their talent and. I don't care what nobody said. That's just what that's that's just what it is. There's so many commentations about that, about Chicago not being a place that a young QB needs to go. And that should it's okay. Like they can't seem to get their coaching situation together. But you know, we're not here to talk about that because I can just go on and on about that. But Chicago needs more help than just a QB. They need they need uh, they need to just toss everybody outside. And then just thought, oh, it didn't have a yard sale. Okay, so what would you do here, right? Because you have a chance if, if you think if you think Kayla Williams playing, you know he's a generational talent. You got Kayla Williams, I, you got I'm Justin correct. Fields, right? Correct. Like you got you correct. got okay, you got a chance here to reset the clock for yourself. You can you can pay Justin Fields. How many times you keep resetting the clock? Until the clock work right. <laughs> but obviously at some point some maybe it's the time is even a broken clock uh, strikes uh right twice two times a day, but it's like if you continue, that sounds like a two and fourteen season to me. Yeah, they're gonna be two and fourteen with with uh, <laughs> Caleb. They, they don't not they they can't they they need to get their coaches out together first. They need to find a good um, offensive coordinator, a good QB coach, and I really think that they they have talent on the team. We've seen it. We've seen some of that talent. 
but they definitely need to do more than just switching out players in my opinion no i'm 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 with you I, look i i am with you this is kind of how um i'm with you at the same time, I would go ahead and select Caleb Williams. I'm not passing. I'm not on saying that they shouldn't. Talent. I'm just saying yeah, if you want to select him, you you gotta you gotta add some more value to your offensive side so it actually works. Because Caleb just Caleb is coming from a team. Now mind you, it was great, but this like I don't know if like the offensive line hated him or what. So I mean, he go mm. he used to it. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <sighs> Moving on what? to Washington. <laughs> yeah, but hold on. There's, there's a little bit there though, because I did hear hear players from USC say, "We're a team now. We're a team now." Like, like you heard that when mm-hmm. he wasn't playing, and it gave me pause. To be honest with you, so I see what you're saying. Like, you you may have a point. I don't know. I don't know if he had a good relationship or bad relationship. The Bears will find it out. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll see. We'll see. But Listen, if I'm them. Put- the NFL, the NFL uh O-linemen, they way bigger babies. You you better start buying Rolex watches and Jeep chair keys or something, whatever you're gonna do. <laughs> well, O-lineman, you don't gotta do all that. You gotta buy dinners, fam. Like you gotta buy food. Like that's that's what listen, you better do what Russell, you better take a page out of Russell Wilson's book. You know, he had when he was in Seattle, they they loved him over there. So you better figure it out. Don't come right, in there being hated. All right, moving on to Washington ride. now. Let's let's ride. Um, so with Washington football team, I'm sorry, I said the football team. I mean the commanders. The commanders? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they didn't have three name changes in, in three years, child. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of it though. But we okay. So wait, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm going with Daniels here from LSU. Um, you have um Cliff Kingsbury there. He loved the success that he had with Kyler Murray. Um, you give him another mobile threat here. I said a, a dangerous mobility trait. Um, because he really does. If you if you had a chance to watch Daniels over the course of the season, you saw when he breaks pocket, he's remarkably dangerous and he looks very scary out in the open field. Gives me all the feels that Lamar Jackson gives me when he has the ball in his hands, and I'm not overstepping that. Go look at the highlights, or even just go look at a full fledged game. Every game he was phenomenal. He didn't win the Heisman for nothing. I'm going with um with Jaden Daniels here. We need to be all in right. Pittsburgh. That's all I'm gonna say. But next, okay. Sorry, sorry, that won't happen. Now here is the pick. How, how you gonna go past New England? Scroll back up. Your screen look different than mine. All right. So <laughs> when we when we talk about when we talk about um New England, everybody thinks that they're going quarterback here, and I believe the same. To be honest, they do because who Mac Jones did be bench Jones, right? Right, but I feel like if you're okay, if you look at Drake May last season, there are there is some tape that mm-hmm. would not be favorable tape, and he could fall a little bit every year. There's one quarterback that falls. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers fell, right? Yeah, like I thought you were gonna say Will Levis, child. Just please. Give it up. I can give you Will Levis as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but every year quarterbacks fall, and I believe that yeah. if anybody falls this year, it's going to be Drake May. And I'm predicting that fall, a slight fall, not a big fall, but a slight fall here. Um, Hey, and if, you, and if, they're, if you're not going to pick a quarterback there, you can either trade the pick or you can go with the guy's son who used to terrorize you all the time, right? So um, yeah. Marvin Harrison, you used to really go off on the Patriots. Now you go and get a bigger, faster version of him um, in Marvin Harrison Jr., 
Um, I feel like that's a great start. Now they'll still need to add a quarterback later on. Um, but yeah. I love the Marvin Harrison pick there. Um, uh, if we're going to number four, I'm gonna speed up a little bit here. Arizona Cardinals, Malik Neighbors. Listen, they would have ran to the podium if it's Marvin Harrison, right? However, because they they want that playmaker, they think they're gonna <laughs> get him. They think they're gonna get him, right? But if he's if he's gone. Right. If he's gone from there, then you go out and you go get a Malik neighbors. He was a terror this year, a great yeah. wide receiver. And I think him tied with Kyler Murray could really be a dangerous pairing. Yeah, they definitely need some help on that on that offensive line for Kyler. So I think that it that's a good that's a good pick. Either way, either one is real good. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with the Malik neighbors here. Um, we look at okay, the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, I really love you know them going out. And adding Harbor, I think that's going to be great for them. I think it's going to be yeah. great for what they got going on. The last time Harbor was in the league and he did really well, he had yeah. a great tight end who ran right Super Bowl, right? But look, mm-hmm. he had a great tight end who ran a 4.3 in the 40. He was a freak athlete. He had a freak athlete at tight end and he has a chance to get another freak athlete right here. And he takes it and he goes out and gets Brock Bowers. Um, So I love that for them. Um, Joe Alt as being is being viewed right now as the best offensive lineman in you know the draft, and I don't know if that's gonna play out that way all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of other great offensive lineman prospects. This is a tackle heavy draft, but Joe Alt right now, if he's the best, I like the fact that New York, the New York Giants, the New York Giants need a wide receiver for real, for real, right? Everybody knows, yeah. That. They need a they need a little bit of everything. They need a they wide do. receiver, a quarterback, a running back. Chill, they need the whole offensive line. But last year they gave up 85 sacks. You gonna tell me they don't need a line? Well, I, I'm not right saying I, I said they need a whole line. And what could happen is they probably hate Daniel Jones. But I mean yeah. <laughs> look, that's true hate there. If you give up 85 sacks, that's gonna listen. You got all that money that still suck like that. I would hate him too. You going down to the ground, my brother, because you should have been sharing your money with us. You when we gotta protect you. So yeah, but I, I think that if they are thinking logically, they go O line. Yeah, I go O line there for sure. Yeah. Um Roma Dune uh, Dunze. Um, is there Rome Adunze? Adunze? I can't say it. My list was not per, per, allowing me to do it. You want to? You want to try it? University of Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Rome um, as being drafted. Rome by, Adunze by the Tennessee Titans. Um, and listen, they thought that they could just go out and get another wide receiver. And when you they know they thought they did. AJ Brown. They thought, you know what? Hey, we're going to do a one for one here. It has not been that. Even if you look at, you know, um, you know, adding the weapons that they've added last season, they still, no matter what, haven't been able to replace that pro- productivity. They can here with Rome. Rome is one of those type of yeah. wide receivers who can really come in and really um, change the dynamics of that team. You give him with Will Levis, who you hate for some reason. And now we're talking about you're cooking there a little bit. Now, this is a little weird and people going to hate, right? No, wait, wait a minute. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to say, I feel like if they do start fresh, with a fresh wide receiver, they have time to build him and to mold him and to, to fit into their system. I feel like A.J. Brown, he didn't come in. He had, his, you know, I feel like sometimes when you put veterans into a system, it doesn't work. Because they are so used to a system that they come that they've come from, and it just don't fit. So starting off fresh could you think be that a happened good with DeAndre fit. Hopkins. You think DeAndre Hopkins didn't fit for some reason? He was productive. He but he was productive. I'm sorry, I said AJ Brown. Didn't mean to say that. Um, 
Hopkins. Yeah, he did. He just didn't fit. He didn't fit to me. I felt like he was productive, but if it was a good fit, it would have been completely different. It just wasn't a good fit. And I feel like when they were looking for, I feel like they were just looking for the, the next best thing, like just trying to run out and get him. But it was like, you should have ran out and got somebody who already could fit into the system. Especially when you're doing it like what mid season, you know, get somebody who can just easily come and blend into your system. Because when you don't, that's what happens. We got, we saw what happens, but you know what I mean? They got, yeah. they got some money. They got some cap space. They need to figure it out. What the Falcons looking like. You think the Falcons going to take May? They, they do have a quarterback situation. Listen, with this, with, with this, I really feel like there's going to be a, a, a slide on May. And if he if he falls, the Falcons have never been shy about getting the guy that they want. Normally, they mm -hmm. trade up to get the guy that they want. Um, Here, I got him in a situation where they don't trade up. It just falls in their lap, right? They get a yeah, new quarterback. Just... Yeah, they get a new quarterback. And, and we both know that they need one, right? Ritter's yeah, not the sure. guy. He's not, just and... not the guy. No. And so they picked Drake May here. Um, and I think it'll be I think it'll be great for them. But I do have my my Saints moving up. Okay. They do okay. this every single year. Like it should not be <laughs> something that we they do it. They do it every year. They trade up, right? And because they trade up every and I don't care what they give up to trade up, they always trade up. And when they and here's what they love to do. They love to go to Mobile because Mobile is not that far away from New Orleans. They love to go mm -hmm. into Mobile and find the best prospects there and then draft those players. They did it with Penning. It didn't work out. But this year they saw a young man, right? This Talese Fuaga. Fuaga dominated in the uh, senior bowl. He dominated the senior bowl. Like it wasn't even close. Like the way mm -hmm. he just dominated all the other defensive linemen, um, the way he was the number, like the best offensive tackle there, he really was. And they need both tackles right now. Their left tackles, um, you know, is not somebody who they can trust. And their right tackle is somebody who's dealing with a knee injury right now. And he's yeah. been dealing with one for a few years. So they can replace either one of those tackles. Fuaga right here. I feel like they see the run on tackles coming and they get ahead of it. Um, at the very end, we have the Jets who also need tackle help, right? They need tackle help, and I can see the Jets going out um, and getting Fashanu and making, you know, making the run on tackle happen. Like you can get a little preview of what's happening at eleven right there um, yeah. with Jared Verse, but that's my top ten, y'all. Um, we did this for one through thirty-two, so your team <laughs> is covered in here all the way down, right? Look, I'm. I'm just saying. Go I'm check saying it, it out, y'all. It's, it's in real. there. It's in there. Go check out the mock draft. Leave us um, a comment on the article while you add it. That really, that really will help. Like, yeah, tell us, tell us if we dead wrong. Tell, tell us if you feel like it's you know another option, or if you feel like it was you know everybody always got their own opinions. So let us know your opinions on what the mock draft is looking like. But that's is that is what it is. And like I said, we're gonna have more mock drafts to come as we see what happens after the Legacy Bowl, as we see what happens after the Combine. Yo, how can we get to the combine? I'm really trying to go. Um, Yo, that's that's a that's a dream. Um, yeah, we got we got to talk about that. So yeah, so we got we, lots of stuff coming on. Well, lots of stuff we're going to be getting to and doing the draft before the draft gets here. Hopefully, we can uh, get to Detroit. Yeah, let's see rapid fires here. Yeah, but right now we're going to be talking about Jimmy on the juice. It was announced today that he is going to be suspended. I think for at least two games for um, violating the anti-doping policy. Jimmy said, I need the juice after my foot surgery. I, I just can't come back, and I need to come back. I need to come back fast. And ever since now that he has been suspended, he has also been released. So now he ain't got no job. 
You did this, you ain't got no job. That's a lot of J's. We we um, need a you know how they do dunk of the day. We need we need to do our own thing. We need to do our own thing like like I don't know, loser of the day, miss 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 opportunity something. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure that out. I'm gonna figure that out. Cause I da, 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 da. like yeah, he was he was a clown. He was a clown for that. Do you really need juice to be a game manager? Uh, it's rough for me to like I can you know what I mean? I can see if he had yeah, one of them type is. of arms that was like where he was, you know, tearing it up, throwing deep all the time, right? Yeah, but for the most it. part, he's he throwing short passes. Like I don't I don't really for I don't really understand the need for the juice. Uh, like what Jimmy. was you juicing up? What was you the fuck? What was you juicing up? <laughs> you in the offseason, you in the offseason anyway. Like, what are you juicing up? You know what 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 Nikki think? Listen here, Bigfoot. You did all that for what? To, to yeah, like to dink and dunk, you got a juice up? Uh, I don't know. Um, no, I really like Jimmy G. I've always been a Jimmy G fan, though. Um, to be honest with you, at the same time, um, why Jimmy? I just don't. I don't see the need for this, right? Like, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't see the need for it. So, my, you know, I don't know. And and I feel like because of the league's forgiveness policy for quarterbacks like Jimmy, um, I think. He'll be somebody's backup still, so he'll be fine. Like it's not a yeah, thing. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. But now he's gonna have the binoculars on. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be looking for him. <laughs> you really? You gonna be looking for the backup quarterback like that? Clearly, you know he mean? was the backup. He was the backup already, and look what happened. He and he okay. ain't a pillar, yeah, so you know right, he did you're right, it. You're right. You're right. Exactly. You're right. Exactly. Right. He's not a pillar, so he know he did it. So anyway, we're gonna move on because Jimmy is. Jimmy has lost his mind. Moving on to some NFL players that are beefing that I thought was funny. Yeah. I don't know. I think the 49ers are cursed or something because the 49ers, both both players in both situations are from the 49ers. So the, the first one is uh, Fletcher Cox and uh, Debo Samuels. And they got, they, they got some beef. And Cox was like, listen here, I got something that you don't have. I got the Super Bowl ring and you still ain't got one. You know, you still ain't got one. You know, like, yeah. you know, you, you're not used to, and he's so big. So, like, I feel like he, he was trying to bully him. Like, he jumped at him when he said, he's like, I got it. You ain't got it, you know? Hey, sometimes you got to bully the bully. <laughs> and and Debo, Debo has been acting up. Like, online, Debo's been really talking his stuff. You feel what I'm saying? And sometimes, yeah. like, and, and Fletcher said he couldn't wait for them to lose. Like, he had the, the text kind of queued up. And he was like, he all was, right. Yeah, the. The the tweet was in the draft. Right, okay? right, right. It's like it's kind of waiting. It's waiting. It's waiting. And as soon as they lost, whoop, got them. Like I feel it. I feel it. And I'd probably do the same thing. If if you're gonna be petty, go all the way. Right. We know. And we know, Mister Troll. You be trolling. Y'all look. If y'all wanna, if y'all need a troll, he'll troll. And then he'll troll and act like he don't. He didn't know what he was doing. Like, <laughs> like he is the king of trolls. I don't care what nobody say. He gets that hands down. If you wanna, if you wanna battle, like, like come over here because we got y'all. Okay. We got y'all in the trolling battle. Look, I'm okay. just, I'm just saying, my dude is. He was ready, and I love cool. the fact that he was ready. He's watching the Super Bowl with his tweet queued up, like. <laughs> He got nervous as they went into overtime. Like, ah, yeah, he oh 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't press, don't press yet. <laughs> uh, I thought we all were eating chips. It's like it was okay. The next nah, one though is even. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, and they both are Eagles. That's Ooh. crazy. Forty Nine ers and Eagles is crazy. So the back. other yeah. other one yeah. that was um, beefing was um, what is a uh, Jalen Carter? 
Also, Philadelphia Eagle versus well, how you say his name? John John Felashin. No. I remember there was a time when I couldn't say a name a few minutes ago. Somebody left me out there. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see what I'm talking about when it comes to trolling? But you know, John, Jalen and John, the JJ. Um, so allegedly. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, what we do know, because kind because they both came out and kind of confirmed it for us. But I'm gonna say allegedly, because nobody, we're not trying to get sued over here. We ain't got no money, okay? Yeah. Um. So allegedly, John was like, Jalen Carter threatened to come after him and his family, and da 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 da. And Jalen was like, well, during one of the matchups that they had, that John was talking about his teammate that passed away before Jalen got mm. um, drafted, the one that Jalen is in trouble for and had to do the probation and community service for um, with the speed racing dragon, drag Speeding race or whatever. Yeah, yeah, down um, in Athens. So Jalen was like, I threatened him, kind of. He come on and say, yeah, I threatened him and his family. But he was like, he was talking about my teammate, yo, like, what's, what's good? Like, what you, like, yeah, like, yo, what's, what's up? What's good? So this this one here is different for me a little bit. Um, because while the other one's a little bit more funny, this one's a mm, little bit less. More you know serious. what I mean? Like this, yeah, this seems a whole lot more serious. Um, looking at Jalen Carter coming into the draft, one of the things that dropped him all the way down so the Eagles could take him was these type of behavior things, right? These type mm -hmm. of you know, come getting into altercations or doing something outside of norm. Right. Yeah. Um, for Jalen, I want Jalen and everybody who's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. They want the same thing. You want Jalen to, to to even ignore some of these things right now. You keep your nose clean as long yeah. as possible. Right. You want him to be straight clean. And this ain't a clean situation for him. So, um, I mean, while I do understand somebody brings up, you know, your dead teammate, you feel like you got to go to war with that person straight up. I get it. Um, but in but you already got world. enough going on. You right. Got enough going right. On. Right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I hope that an apology can come from maybe both sides if they can just like, you know, level it out. Because there's a difference between when you have a little jokey joke. I mean, Fletcher Cross was, was dead serious when he said, I got something you don't have. And, and, but it's the truth. <laughs> and it's okay? But it's funny. But it's funny. And I feel like yeah. this one is not so funny. So hopefully that they can work it out and you know hash it or whatever like it just doesn't need to it doesn't he doesn't need to have any more trouble and it this is just not the space for it um wow. but yeah so and hopefully they'll never have well they will see each other again i say never have to see each other again but um hopefully on the next time it, it won't actually escalate Pause. right right hopefully they can right. do like uh mike epps and uh Shannon, Shannon Sharp. I was at Club Shay Shay, and uh, you know, they said what they had to say, and then they came together and, like, you know, I love the fact that they did that. I wanted to see him box it out though. When I saw him side by side, um, no, no, I mean, no, this he, is better. He, he it, on the mic. I felt like if you look at them, I felt okay. I said this earlier, but Mike's a little bigger than I thought he was, right? Yeah, like, he, he actually is, to, yeah, him next to Shannon Sharp. I was, was like, yo. That would have worked out. Yeah, that would have been, been. That would have been. Good. Yeah, okay. But we're not listen. We, we're not. We're not situation. insinuate. Look, we don't insinuate violence, and we do not insinuate fighting. Okay. But what we do insinuate is fun, and fun, fun, fun is coming to us next year. When we go to Nola. I'm saying we go to Nola. I'm speaking at Sugar Honey Ice Tea, and so this is now. But we go to Nola. Nora Mardi Gras, February <laughs> for Super Bowl. 
Super Bowl 59, yo. And Nola. Little Wayne wants to be the halftime show, and that's 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 rightfully so. King of Nola. They need to have Big Frida up there too. And yeah, you know, Big Frida does it. No. Um, I'm gonna look, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I was I was joke. I listen, I was just joking. But I, I, I mean little Wayne get up there would be that'd be something epic. I feel like I mean it would make sense because he's from Nola, but I also feel like low-key, I feel like some of the no, NFL no, fans, no. some of the NFL fans were not so happy that the last like few Super Bowls have only been artists of color. I'm a I'm gonna say something though, right? Um and, they want and this, this last one, this last one. Um, look, I'm gonna tell you something. You come to New Orleans and you bring Metallica, there might be a riot in the streets. And, and oh, okay, I'm of, glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad. I'm glad. Even for the people who can't afford Super Bowl tickets, right? Which were crazy this year, right? Mm -hmm. All the people in New Orleans who even can't get in, right, will still riot in the streets over Metallica. Now, I'm gonna tell you something though. It's a little okay. All right, I saw Juvenile on Tiny Desk, right? And the flavor he brought to Tiny Desk was crazy. I don't know if you've seen Tiny Desk. Have you seen it before? I no. Now I gotta go okay. look it up. Yeah, go look up Juvenile Tiny Desk, and and he bought a band. They bought a band in, right? They had the whole thing rocking. It was a crazy, crazy situation. I absolutely loved it. But in that situation, still they couldn't stop cursing. Right, like they can't stop being who they are, and so yeah. um, I feel like. But Wayne has been on enough stages; they understand how to like cut it out and stuff like that. Little but, Wayne has a uh, doesn't one of the intro songs is Little Wayne's intro song, right? See what I mean? He has an intro song. If if it's not in it for yeah, NFL, yeah, 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 yeah. It's for um ESPN. For, um, he got one for the um the NBA. He he has he does, he does yeah he does a lot of yeah. um commercial industry music so. It'll be fine. Like he will be fine doing it. I'm not sure if that's yeah. who they want, but I do. I do agree that. I, but like, if we're really being honest, though, like let's not play around and act like um, hip hop and R and B does not make up a lot of the NFL, from music to culture to uh, you know a lot of different things. So I mean, I'm I'm not mad that it's been artists of color. I, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not mad, but I do feel like if you're gonna have a a non-artist of color, then it has to be one that's like pop block and dropping it or something. I don't know. And I don't know who that would be Question right now, at least. You think it's possible that it's, it's, it's Taylor? I've seen some of that too. And it's like, mm. And would you be upset if it's Taylor? I think New Orleans might be upset. I don't think they would be. I mean, I don't feel like they truly would be you know, angry if it was Taylor. I don't. I don't think they would be angry. Um, I don't think they would be. They're gonna okay. I, and I, I saw this at this year's Super Bowl. They um, made sure that a lot of artists got a chance to perform, even if they weren't the main performers, right? Um, and so, for mm -hmm. instance, doing all the pregame stuff, that's where you saw you know a lot of country singers, and you saw a lot of artists who were not artists of color, right? So mm -hmm. there's opportunities for other artists Where's to perform. Bonnie, Reba, right, right. Yeah. Um, all the people from The Voice. Um, so, <laughs> so if you could, if you could, that's facts, though. <laughs> so if um, yeah, that's, if, that's true. If you want to bring out um, you know Wayne, 
you could bring out Wayne um, in the very beginning of the game. You could bring out Wayne at any point. So Wayne can, you know, be a part of the festivities, even if he's not the featured artist. If they got a chance to get Taylor, I think they'll go with that. I really do. Um, but if they got a chance to bring in the entire feel of New Orleans, I mean, I, I won't be mad at it. I, it'll be yeah. my favorite Super Bowl I, ever. I feel, I feel like, I feel like that's what they're trying to start doing because I, at the time, I feel like the LA show, their LA halftime show fit. I feel like mm-hmm. Rihanna kind of fit the Arizona, the how the vibe that they were going for. She fit. Mm. I feel like um, this year because uh, Usher was already in Vegas and had that Vegas residency, and he could put on a Vegas type of production, which is what he did. It fit. So I feel like if you're going to go into a place like New Orleans, once again, you're going back to New Orleans. I feel like the halftime show because it has to fit, and I don't feel like the Taylor Swift market fits that. In my opinion, she to me, she fits a more like an L.A. audience or L.A. vibe. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I just I feel I like do. if you're going to make it because New, New Orleans is going to be doing Mardi Gras. So it's going to be, you know, big and, and, and boisterous and, you know, just is very festive. And I don't Taylor Swift does not give me festive. There's no hate, no shade against her. She has great songs. She, has, she does a great production, but it does not give me New Orleans type of production. So I feel like they they need to have a New Orleans type of production artist for halftime. I'm in 100 percent agreeance with you Um, for the for the people watching online um, for Des even. I need y'all to all join collectively in prayer um, so we can be there (laughs) covering it in person. I don't want to miss next year's Super Bowl. I don't want to be anywhere but in the booth. I don't want to be anywhere but for, for media day i want to be in that room for media day i need y'all to come together with me in prayer we trying to get there we got to get there can't y'all see us there i can i got on shades and i can see us there i'm telling y'all <laughs> I think, ain't, no, ain't no way charles to this <laughs> I, I, I can i can i can see it um yo last thing before we go though um the three p just in your opinion, just just I want to hear from Dez. Dez, what do you think about the possibility of a three P for Patrick Mahomes? He could be the first to do it. I mean, at this point, like I said earlier in our um in our set, that the Kansas City Chiefs had the worst offense that they've ever had. Well, not I'm gonna say ever, the worst offense that they've had in a very long time, and they pulled it out to win. So could they do it again? Absolutely. They started off the season not being so great. We were like, is this is this the Chiefs? And then suddenly they had a turn up turnaround in the season and they got to the Super Bowl. And then it was like, well, the Chiefs are not going to win because they're not the better team here. The 49ers were the better team. They just got outplayed. So could they do it again? Absolutely, they can do it again. I feel like they can. If they, especially if they strengthen that team, they can do it. And, and and a lot of that, I don't I don't even attribute a lot of that to Patrick Mahomes. Like, yes, Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He probably is right now, he is the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. But they also have one of the best coaches in the league as well. And I feel like Andy Reid is something like that mastermind of a brain up there. He can eat all the hamburgers he wants to eat, baby, because he's bringing out all, all the coaching pits and stops. He, he's preparing them for success, no matter if you're the no matter if you're the underdog or not. He prepares them for success. And I feel like he believes in them that much that, that that they believe in themselves even when they were down. You know, they were down for majority of you know for majority of the game. So 
I definitely feel like they could do it again. And I think that's a, honestly, I think at this point, that'll be a really dope thing to happen for Patrick Mahomes, for this, for the Chiefs. And I feel like at this point, people, the haters going to hate. So you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So that's how you know that they popping. And I thought that'd be a really dope thing, especially because he's African-American. Like, of course, I'm rooting for him. I was with you until the last part. Um, now I'm just. Playing. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm <laughs> Yo. <laughs> okay, he's half African American. No. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. His daddy, his daddy. Uh, look, his daddy's about he, black as they come. Okay. Look, listen, yo. When you meet him, period. And yo, what's so cool is Ozell. Um, he actually did a commercial for Ozell brand. And I thought it was so cool. His mom and his dad did commercials oh, for Ozell dope. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Titus Ozell Golden, the owner of yes. um, the Ozell brand, um, for pulling that, making that happen. Um, the Mahomes family, you know, shouting out the Ozell brand. I love to see it. And I'm going to drop that commercial here uh, probably the next show. Um, you'll Thanks. see that commercial, man. So, yeah, look, I'm 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 in full agreement with you, Des. Like, um, I believe that they can do it again. I don't want them to do it again, right? Um, but I think it's it's it can happen. They you you said it, they're the worst team, right? You just go out and add if they go out and add two receivers in the draft, yeah. not even go in free agency, right? Because you know there's gonna be receivers clamoring to get there, mm-hmm. wanting to be the savior. Because if you do come in, even though they won the next group of wide receivers will know that they're coming in to contribute to right. a championship and they're right. part of the three P. So that's a legacy grab, right? And you got yeah. people out there. Stefan Diggs is somebody who's a little disgruntled in Buffalo. He can come in and really make a statement in, um, in Kansas imagine city. That. Oh my God. Imagine that. You feel what I'm saying? Imagine that. Look, you can even pull some receivers off the, the scrap heap. Michael Thomas, is probably leaving in New Orleans. He ain't going to be there. I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you, I'm giving y'all that juice right now, right? If you w- watch his Twitter, on Twitter, he's bashing um, Derek Carr over and over and over <laughs> again. Like, just for the fun of it at this point. He, he ain't going to be Let me out of here. Let me out of right? here. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want from me? I got to talk to about the quarterback. <laughs> F the coach. F the quarterback. F the <laughs> <laughs> what I gotta say? <laughs> he got to start crying like Tyrese. He'll, he'll get exactly what he asking for. Just, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and pull Tyrese. You'll be out of there just as quick as fast in a hurry. Give give us free. Um. So okay, he he he'll probably be another guy who's out there, right? The possibility yeah. of him, um, you know, going to that team would be good. Even if he's not at full peak, you don't gotta be. You just got to be good enough, um, you know, to to catch the ball when need be. He's a possession mm-hmm. receiver. All he can do is go that in. That's, that's their major problem, possessing the ball, right? Mm-hmm. So just go possess it. <laughs> um, yeah, literally. Right. There's a, there's a lot of options out there for them, and I think they'll take advantage of the options that they're going to have. Um, and if they do, like you said, they'll be a more talented team. And now you're, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, with more talent on the outside. Nah. Yeah. You might be able to wrap it. Yeah, but I mean, but I, I, I like, like it though. Yeah, I like it though. Yep, Mahomey, make that, make that, make that E a three. <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all, but for real, for real, I, I appreciate y'all coming and watching with us and just being here and supporting us and in whatever way. Make sure you're liking, sharing, and subscribing. 
um, at MTMV Sports. And if you want to do a little sprinkle, sprinkle and come over here with the Pink Fridays, make sure you are following at PG Love Sports. If you want to support us in any way, you can send us a cash app, a Zelle, and whatever. It don't matter. Support us. Thank you so much. And Yo, can I um, tell them how to do it, though? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, Take yo, so no, 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 real talk. All you got to do is go to Cash App, Cash MTMV Sports, right? Cash MTMV Sports. Um, and if you love what Dez is doing and you want to, hey, put it on there. This is for Dez. Send her the money. <laughs> I'll send her a portion of it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Taking his commission off of it. It's cool. It's cool. Support us. Nah, for real, nah, we, real talk. We're trying to get to these biggie games, these big, these hey. bigger these bigger games and bigger events, excuse me. And we really want to be able to put on for y'all and really show y'all that we really love our craft and what we're doing. So any type of way you could support us for the pretty spectacular football show, go ahead and support us. And we will see y'all next time. God bless. It's not just about the love of the game. It's about dedication and commitment through the process and the patience to endure. There's joy in reaching your goals and peace in knowing you've done all you're supposed to do. Ozell Brand.